Hey everyone, this is Jim Galliano. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. Happy 4th of July to those of you living here in the United States. Hope you have an enjoyable day off if you do have the day off. I'm not really into the fireworks, but we have plenty of fireworks around here in this area, Sarasota, Florida. I know also in Orlando, pretty big for the fireworks. But um, today we're going to talk about some of the realities people are facing in the business world. One of them, which happens to be a what you might call a social media recession. Recently, I heard a group of, I guess you would call them high-level social media influencers talking about the fact that things have changed dramatically over the last six months in the social media marketing world. I want to talk about some of that because whether we're talking about social media marketing or marketing in general, it really is very similar what we're seeing happening today. Now, some of it, of course, is going to be negative, but I believe that we can look at the reality of the situation and acknowledge that, you know, sometimes things are negative, but you don't have to let that ruin your attitude or take you down to the point where mentally you're thinking, well, why even bother? And especially here in this podcast, one of the things that I was thinking about, one of the things that I hope that I can do for you as we meet every week, and that's what it feels like to me at this point. I started this podcast back in 2017, and I feel like every week you and I get together I talk to you about what's on my mind relative to building a better kind of online business. And I really want to focus going forward in maybe even a a deeper way exactly how to do that and share some thoughts with you. Because it's one thing to tell people what you think they should do, what's happening, but it's quite another to challenge you, which I would like to do to... Learn how to see what's happening in your situation through your own eyes. Learn how to develop your own opinion of what's happening. And don't reckon, or don't rely too much upon uh, experts to tell you what is or what isn't happening. Now, it just so happens to be that I have connections to a lot of people in the corporate world still. Big corporations here in the United States and, and abroad And so I hear the chatter, I hear the people talking, and, you know, I'm sharing with you what I hear happening. But most of these things, I think that it's only going to confirm what you already believe or the insights that you already have. I'm just going to confirm them because we're all in unique circumstances. Some, Some of you may just be getting started. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Some of you are in a season of change or transition, there's nothing wrong with that. And some of you have been doing what you've been doing for decades now. And so wherever you find yourself, we're all facing and looking at the same basic events that are unfolding in the world that we live in today, and in particular in the business world. And so how we navigate them may be a little bit different from person to person. And I think it should be. I think that each of us needs to be in a place as an individual where we realize that we have to apply a little bit of wisdom to what it is that we're doing, what it is that we're building. We need to have a little bit of forethought. We can't just be in reaction mode all the time where somebody says, well, this is hot and now you should focus on this. And somebody else says, no, 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 that's not hot anymore. This is hot and you should be focusing on that. Because if you do that, you just jump from thing to thing to thing. 
Also, you know yourself better than any expert does, and you know what you like to do more of, what you would like to do less of, and where you want to go relative to where your business and your life are going to be taking you in the months and years ahead. And so I think one of the greatest things that ever happened to me as a business person as well as an individual, from the earliest days that I can remember, I surrounded myself or was surrounded by people that were much smarter than I was. Not only smarter, intelligent. When I talk about intelligence, we're talking about book smarts, people that were well-educated and continuously stressed to me the need for education. But as I began to grow older, I began to discover that people who were less educated, however wiser, were having a better overall life experience. So uh, education and wisdom are not one and the same thing. They are two different things. And there are some very unwise people giving some very poor advice in the business world today. Anyway, we're going to talk about that. Uh, before I go any further, quick intermission. Today's episode is sponsored by the Digital Strategist Newsletter. That is my monthly newsletter, which is available at jimsnewsletter.com. And the one-to-many system, which is the culmination of my 25-plus years doing business online. Step-by-step, what you need to do to put a complete system together, along with the website. If you haven't already, check that out. That's at one-to-many-system.com. So jimsnewsletter.com and the one-to-many-system.com. The sponsors of today's episode. Okay, back to what I'm saying now. Right now... I've been hearing uh, people in the social media world, people who sell expensive courses, people who are thought of as thought leaders, and they are sounding the alarm. Basically, what they're saying is we are in the equivalent of a what you might call a social media recession. What does that mean? Well, it basically means that a lot of the I guess we can call them influencers, although they were saying that that word in itself is being now looked at as a negative. You know, some of the younger people, they see what's happening, but they're like four or five steps behind. When I talk about younger people, I'm talking about people who are just getting out of school. They want to have a career as an influencer, and all they see is the tip of the iceberg, the part that's above the surface, but they don't know what's happening beneath the surface. And a lot of times in life, There are people that you're just dealing with a percentage of the facts. They don't have the full picture. And I remember, I'm just got a little side story here. When I was married back in 1990, I got married in 1990. I was married for 16 years uh, before we got divorced. And I still remember that sitting at the table there in the reception hall, And looking around and seeing some of the older people looking at me, and they were happy for me, but there was this, I could tell they were deep in thought. And I found myself being a deep in thought kind of person myself, wondering what they were thinking about. Were they thinking about their own marriages, some which had had failed? Were they thinking about maybe the future of my marriage and what the future held for me? Or were they just... Maybe they just had too much to drink. I don't know. But I was I was looking at them. I don't think that was the case. I really think they were deep in thought. 
And I realized that if I reverse the situation and put myself in the audience and there's a young couple getting married today, having gone through that, having gone through a uh, divorce, then, you know, I could say that, wow, you know, there's a lot of things that this couple is going to face that they don't realize they're going to face. They have a limited picture, but I don't want to be the person to come up to them and tell them that, you know, you're going to change as people and you may not always see eye to eye and there's times it's going to be tough and there's going to be times you may want to go separate ways and if you have children and, you know, that whole thing can unfold. We would go from having a party or a celebration about the marriage into a marriage counseling session and it would kind of kill the mood, wouldn't it? But yet I noticed that when you see the older people, because I've been around older people for most of my life, old timers from back from as long as I can remember, I remember that they had the type of wisdom and insight into things that a lot of people didn't have. And that's what made their lives better. It wasn't the education as much as it was the wisdom, because when you have that kind of wisdom, you were able to tap into the areas that you need, even if you don't understand those things, you know how to, well, let's say outsource is a great example of this. A person of insight knows what they can and can't do. They weigh the um, value of learning something new and the effort and energy it will take. They count the cost of that versus just paying someone on a project-by-project project basis to do it. And they, that's, what, that's what they apply to the growth of their business. They grow step-by-step, step, and they're there for the long haul. And a lot of these principles I try to apply to my business. And you know, I think when I look at my own business, I've been here for 25 plus years now. I, I have to say it's by the grace of God that I made it because I've done a lot of stupid things, a lot of unwise choices that I made, which basically came down to me having more of a risk-taking, not risk-adverse, but risk-taking kind of personality where I would just go for it. Now, of course, the older that you get, you kind of temper yourself with that because maybe you have a little bit more than you had in the beginning. If you have nothing to lose, you can take all kinds of risks. But when you do have something and you do have something to lose, you're a little, you're, you're carefuler or more careful about it. But anyway, um, I heard this group of people talking about this social media recession. It was the first time I ever heard that applied to what we see happening now in the social media marketing world. Social media marketing is a big part of business. Now, when you're listening to me talking about this and you put a lot of emphasis on doing something on social media, the idea here isn't to make you afraid or not afraid. The idea here isn't to be doom and gloom or you know sunshine and roses. It's just to give you more information that you can make maybe some better decisions with. You know, And that's one of the things with this podcast since 2017, the focus of this podcast has shifted a little bit. And the way I see it today, I, we've talked a lot about building a better kind of online business, but I kind of see our meeting here every week as me sharing with you, hopefully, some things that will get you thinking. Because it's not enough to just blindly do what someone says to do, unless we're talking about how to install something mechanical, right? If you're going to install something mechanical like a plugin or you're going to put a website together, there's the mechanical part that at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter um, who tells you the information, who gives you the information as long as the information is correct. It's like a blueprint. 
Does it really matter who drew the blueprint? No, what matters is that they drew it correctly. So if you or I or someone else is going to create a blueprint, if we do it right, it should look the same. So there's that. There's the mechanical side. But I'm not talking about the mechanical side today. I'm talking about the life side where we live in a place where the unexpected is commonplace, where unexpected things happen all the time. And I was listening to these social media people talking, people considered leaders, and what they were saying was that some of them have, you know, uh, 20, 30, 40,000, 70,000, 100,000 um, and up, all under a million but close to it in this group. And they're talking about the fact that why do they need any more followers? Or why even bother attempting to get people to follow them anymore? And one of the things that they have noticed is, and they've had to come to grips with, is that people want to consume less today. They don't want to consume more. They don't want to spend as much time on social media. So as a result, they want to follow less, not more. Now, if you flip the script and you look at yourself, how many people do you follow and look at their content on a regular daily or weekly basis? And this is the... Um, this is the thing that has changed maybe where this whole social media marketing and marketing in general is going into the future because when we look at social media, for those of you who've been on for a decade or more, you already know that everything has changed. You already know that it's not the same. It's just that maybe people haven't come out and maybe articulated it so much. Now, you've heard me talk about the... Um, Kevin Kelly and his 1,000 True Fan article that he wrote probably 15 years ago, whatever that was, 20 years ago. And uh, it became famous that if you only had 1,000 followers, you could have a complete business. 1,000 people spending $100 a year with you, good fans, people that want to buy what you produce, is a $100,000 business. What they were focusing on, the people that I was... Um, listening to discuss where we are today is they believe that it's very realistic to have a complete business with around 500 people or even less, depending on which platform that you're on. And they were talking about building followings on different social media platforms. And so they said, what's happening right now is that people are buying the courses. They're buying the courses, of course, from experts. They're reading the books, but they're just not getting the results and the people that teach social media have noticed that frustration is at an all-time high because what worked in the past isn't working today. And so they were talking about some of the trends. For example, there are celebrities out there that whatever they touch, it sells. But we're not talking about becoming something like that. We're not talking about a Kylie Jenner or somebody like that who is an international celebrity on television and all of that. We're talking about personal brands. And I was fascinated by the conversation because a lot of the things that I talk about with you, what we talk about here on this podcast, is about you as an individual entrepreneur and some of the advantages that you have, not managing a big team of people, being able to diversify how you're going to, what your income streams will be, how you're going to proceed with your business going forward. And the idea is that you don't want to put yourself in a business model where you're going to directly have to compete against large companies because you can't compete with them. 
you want to be in a game where they can't compete with you. And a lot of that comes down to personalization, reachability, connectivity, all of those things that you can do naturally as a solo individual entrepreneur. You can put a video together, a podcast together, and you can talk to your community once a week. Now, just because you've been talking about one, one topic for a long time doesn't mean that you can't begin to gradually change the topics. I know a lot of people that what happens is, and this happened to me as a listener, I used to go on YouTube and I used to listen to people talk about what plugins were available because I'm a technical person and I like to know how the functionality works. I like to compare what's new to what I have. But then after a while... It was almost like I graduated from that information. I didn't care as much about every single change that was happening relative to the tech world. And I felt that way. And the comment was made that if you're feeling a certain way about something, realize the fact that you're not alone, that there's a whole bunch of people that feel the same way. Matter of fact, there used to be a rule like that in politics in the past, that if one person wrote a letter to, like, say, your representative, a congressperson or a senator or somebody like that, then according to the people that keep the, the statistics and the logistics, there were X number of people who felt the same way. There was actually a formula for this in the past. I don't know if there is anymore. But there were X number of people that felt the same way who hadn't taken the time to articulate it in written form. So that one letter was very important. So we would think to... For example, if they would get three or four letters of people basically saying the same thing, right? A politician would get a complaint or people that were concerned about something. Then that number of people that were silent but felt the same way, all that would grow exponentially. So keeping that in mind, when you're feeling a certain way today about something, like is there, are there certain kinds of content? Honestly, have you had your fill with certain kinds of content? Absolutely, I'm sure you have. I mean, maybe you've even had your fill of marketing content or business content or whatever it happens to be. If you feel that way, it's that way across the board. And what you have to understand is, as a content creator, we're living in a time now where everyone's creating content. I mean, everyone, your mom, your brothers, your sisters, everybody's creating uh, images, memes, videos. It, the, it just... There is more content being created now than there is time to consume or that people even want. And so this is the idea of the, using the word social media recession because the fact is there's more than people need. There's more than people can consume. So the value of anything when there's too much of it, where does it go? Does the value go up or does the value go down? The value goes down, right? Now, on a corporate level, they're looking at this from a slightly different angle. From a corporate level, what they've learned is that people that have a million followers, two million followers, uh, 70,000 followers, the interaction that those individuals have with their audience is not as strong or powerful as someone who, let's say, is connected to 500 or 300 people and there's a very strong connection there with that smaller audience. And as a result, they've already been testing this over the last several months. Larger corporations are now seeking micro-influencers rather than one big celebrity influencer. They're finding they're getting a greater return on their investment by finding people that have around 1,000 or less than 1,000, quote-unquote, 
followers or subscribers, people that are very interested in the topic and really enjoy the content and feel like they have a very strong connection with whoever the personal brand happens to be. And I mean, that's fantastic information for most people out there because most people are, what they're trying to do is, and maybe you've tried to do this yourself, that if you are a personal brand, and we all are, and you decide that I don't want to make my money forever selling services to local businesses, I'd like to maybe teach a little bit, create a one-to-many system like I teach so that you can scale upward without having to have full-time employees or full-time staff there to help you. Now, there's nothing wrong with having people helping you, especially if there's certain items or jobs that you absolutely despise doing. It's great to have somebody there to pick up the slack in that area. That's not what we're talking about, though. That's different from having a full-time group of employees that you have to manage and keep happy for the foreseeable future. So yes, the trend is now favoring the smaller brand. The corporate world is shifting their focus away from celebrity brands and big sponsors would rather divide up their budget between let's say 50 smaller brands than focus on one huge brand or maybe even 100 smaller brands than focusing everything on and budgeting for one giant brand. After all, they don't even know if what percentage of those numbers are real people, what are just bots, what numbers are fake, what numbers are real. It's much easier to tell when you're looking at a brand that's on a much smaller scale. So the money's going to be going to everyday entrepreneurs with personal brands instead of the large celebrity types. That's where the trend is going right now. And the larger celebrity types, they're getting poor returns working with them, celebrity influencers. And most of the world isn't even aware of this yet. They're still trying to become celebrity influencers, maybe some of the younger generation. And this is true for Instagram, it's true for YouTube, and every other place across the board. However, all of that said, that's all good news, but none of that does away with the fact that people are moving away from a follower mentality. They're consuming less and less content with the passing of the last several years. The word recession fits here very well when we look at what's happening in the social media world, in the world of social media marketing. The people that I was listening to, their conversation, they focus on social media marketing But in my opinion, this has spilled over into other types of business marketing as well. Yes, it's true that the cult of celebrity, I believe, is dying on a large scale. That doesn't mean it won't exist anymore, but there will be fewer and fewer true celebrities that the masses really love and want to follow. The trend has shifted away from that in favor of real people who are relatable. But it's also true that people are growing tired of following others in general. In other words, the what we might call the copycat trend, really big in the 1990s. It was something that I used to get my business off the ground. I simply looked at what other people were doing, tried to do it basically the same way, maybe with a little bit of a difference in there. It worked really well in the past, but it's totally flatlining now. Matter of fact, that's arguably how TikTok took off. You had thousands of people all basically doing the same thing. Now, in a financial recession, when we look at that word recession, we can come to the conclusion, of course, that people have less money to spend and debt 
piles up and it adds a lot of pressure to people's lives. In a social media type of recession, we can replace the word money with time. People have less time to invest. They're willing to invest less time in favor of doing other things that are more important to them. So if you're getting fewer likes, fewer views, fewer subscribers, everything's coming in slow motion or not coming at all, please recognize these facts that I'm talking about right now and don't be overly hard on yourself. This is simply something that you'll have to ride out. Maybe you feel it more acutely because you're just getting started, but I look at it this way. If you're in for the long haul, you're going to go through seasons of drought from time to time. You may have to weather some storms and challenges. There are things you simply have to ride out. And we see many examples of this in the financial world. All of the marketing and great copy in the world isn't going to sell a product or service to people who are broke. And the people with money spend it sparingly because they too want to make sure that they weather the storms. Cash is king when credit dries up. And so let's really think this through for a minute. I'd argue that nothing has really been normal since 2020, as we perceive normal anyway. We may like to think that it is, pretend that it is, but is it really? We're not in a business as usual time right now, and I think that people are still trying to come to grips with what we collectively find ourselves facing in general in the world today. I think people for the most part are wanting to get back to the basics at this point. They're looking to simplify their lives. They're not getting what they thought they'd be getting by many of the things they were pursuing previously, and they're rediscovering the value of family and friends. These are all good things. The world we navigate today isn't exactly a stable one. And so more people are beginning to learn how to take life one day at a time, one week at a time, and things like three-year plans, five-year plans, don't seem as solid or as realistic as far as projections go. But I think that the important thing to remember is this isn't happening because of you directly. In other words, don't put the blame on yourself. You may feel like the content that you create, what you're doing in your business, maybe isn't up to par. When the fact of the matter is, it's just that your audience wants and needs a break possibly from that topic. So if you're a creator of some kind, just recognize the fact that people still enjoy and value what you're creating. It's just that they're going through a time when a lot of people need to disconnect. A lot of people find themselves in more of a survival type of mode than anything else. How long do I think this current season that we're in will last? You know, I really can't say, but I think it's good to know that you're not alone and that we're all going through this same period of time together. Okay, I think that's about all for today. I hope today's episode was an eye-opener for you. If you think it will help a friend, please go ahead and share the episode link with them. You can send it to them directly or send them to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcast. You'll find the back episodes there as well. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week again. Happy 4th of July, and I'll talk to you later. Later.